Alright, this is Jeffrey Harris, and we are back once again for the 411 Wrestling Podcast. For today's interview, I have the former MLW Tag Team Champion. He's a rising star in the wrestling world. He is Brian Pillman Jr. He's the son of the late, great Brian Pillman. In my mind, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Brian, you are forging your own career and legacy in your own right. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing just just uh, just wonderful. All right, so we have a, a big show coming up for uh, MLW. Uh, the Fusion TV tapings, these are the Never Say Never tapings. They'll be in Queens, New York at the Melrose Ballroom on uh, July 25th. Uh, how much are you looking forward to this set of tapings? Uh, this, is, this is something extremely important. Uh, not only to my career, but to my story with MLW, the uh, the story that we have with the dynasty, and and to be honest, it's it's all quite coming to a head. What what's going to happen is going to be unprecedented, as you know, with the with the New Heart Foundation. Everything we do is unprecedented. Everything we do uh, creates history and, and and creates a lot of stars in this business. And I think we've built these guys up. Uh, to be some big stars because of them wrestling us. So uh, it's, it's, it's a very, very wild time in pro wrestling right now. I'm just, I am just uh, uh, amazed to be you know on the forefront of it. Now, of course, you and uh, Teddy Hart are coming off that loss in that intense ladder match, uh, losing to the Dynasty. Uh, how was that ladder match, and uh, what, do, what are your impressions of the Dynasty right now? Well, it's, it's one of those things... Uh, I had never done a ladder match before, so I went into it with a little less experience. So I think that's maybe where they capitalized on me as far as someone going in there expecting to take home the gold. And, you know, it doesn't always go in your favor, especially when you're newer in the business. So that's, that's kind of the, the only credit I can give to uh, MJF and his background with, uh, he, you know, he's had some, some hardcore background to, to him. So, you know, I give him credit where credit's due. Uh, the dynasty are, you know, they're, they're a tough bunch of guys. You know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be worth watching if they weren't some of the top guys in the business. You know what I'm saying? Now, your stablemate Teddy Hart, he will be uh, facing MJF on July 25th for Never Say Never. Are you going to be gunning for other members of the dynasty on that event? To be honest, uh, I've always had history and uh, and, a, and, a, and a great respect for Alex Hammerstone and. Uh, there's definitely some unfinished business there. I'm going to be keeping my eyes on him, but at the end of the day, I got to do what I got to do. And whatever my job is, that's the job I got to do to represent the Heart Foundation and to represent, you know, years and years of excellency. You know, it's not a, it's not a light weight on your shoulders when you're representing the Heart Foundation. And just a reminder for everyone, if you want to check out that ladder match with Brian and Teddy Hart against uh, the Dynasty, you can go to YouTube right now. Just check out the MLW channel. It's the latest episode, episode 66 of Fusion, and you can check out that great ladder match. So, I mean, you can get free wrestling on YouTube right now. How awesome is that? All right, so, Brian, you are under contract right now with uh, MLW. I believe I read uh, your contract will take you through about 2020. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, yes, I, I am. I am just rounding about with a couple years 
here at MLW coming around. Uh, it's amazing to be able to say that I've been with the company a full year as of as of today. I would say I, I, you know I remember signing my contract around this time last year, and uh, it's, it's definitely changed my life for the better. And I've become a great wrestler because of it. I've gotten to uh, solidify my name with the Hart family. I, you know I trained in Calgary, so I paid my dues where my dues. Uh, I felt belonged, and I, I did them to the right company, and I'm, and I'm here, and they made a star out of me. So, but there's unfinished business with the dynasty, unfinished business with Alex Hammerstone. All those guys have something about them that makes me want to beat them. So, now if you if you don't mind sharing with us, is your current MLW deal is it MLW exclusive or is it like exclusive for TV at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, pretty much, so, okay. yeah. Now, how has it been, this unit you formed, uh, with the New Heart Foundation with Teddy Hart and, and Davey Boy Smith Jr.? Uh, you know, what was the question again? Like, wh- what do you think, what do you think of getting to form this unit with, um, these great workers, Teddy Hart and, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., the New Heart Foundation? Oh, it's an absolute privilege. It's an absolute honor. Um, it's absolutely organic in every way. Uh, it's part of who I am and in discovering myself and my story and the people that, you know, were, were family members of my father. So it's all one big family in, in wrestling and you got to find out who your family members are. And I've, I've always stayed loyal to, I've always stayed, I've always stayed loyal to the, uh, Hart family. <laughs> now, do you view Teddy Hart as a, as a mentor figure at all? Uh, in many ways, yeah. In many ways, he's showed me a lot of lessons and taught me a lot of things in this business that uh, you're not going to learn in any school and you're not going to learn, you know, practicing in any gym. It's it's, it's like life lessons and, and the, the, the tales and the lessons in this business on what to do and what not to do and, and how to get ahead and things like that. So, you know. Now, I mean, Teddy Hart, what impresses me about his career is, you know, he's had his demons in the past. And it looks like now he's he's overcome them, he's bat he's battled against them, and and now he seems to have gotten to the other side of them. Does that inspire you at all for your career? To see to see does he set a good example for you? Did you say Teddy or Harry? Uh, Teddy. Oh, okay, I thought you changed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's definitely someone he wrestles for the honor and for the and for the the spirit of the sport you know he's not out there wrestling for any dollar sign or, or any type of push or anything you know he, he really just loves the fans now does does teddy ever come to you and does he ever give you personal advice about your career all the time yeah can you give us an example i can't give away my secret okay okay fair 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 enough now i'm curious i'm curious how long did you want to be a pro wrestler I say, like, as in a, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a critical thinking sense, when I, when I was about 13, probably, you know, I realized, you know, this could be a good, this could be really something really, really cool and, and a great way to uh, succeed, you know, my, my family name and things. But, but uh, I tried to play it safe, as you right. know, and, and I tried to go to college and didn't start actually training until I was about 23, 24. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think you're on the right path and, you, and I think you handled yourself the right way and I'm very I'm just very continually impressed with you uh you know of course your your father the great Brian Pillman such an iconic performer in my mind I think he was one of the greatest 
in-ring performers ever. But do you ever think about, you know, you're starting your own career and you're becoming a star and you're trying to forge your own path. But is it difficult at all, like, thinking about, you know, sharing your name with your father? And is do you feel pressure, like, of ever, am I in my father's shadow and wanting to step out of it and build my own my own legacy? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of pressure and there's a lot of situations that are presented to you that uh, may not even be fitting for you or your character, but are kind of thrusted upon you in a certain capacity. And we've all, we've learned that the hard way with certain promotions that have tried to, uh, uh, book me in certain ways. And, and eventually my true character showed. And, and now my career is going a lot smoother as far as making my own name for myself. Now, do you ever go back and watch your, your dad's matches or, or study them as you've gained more experience? Yeah, I think different, uh, you know, different things and different lessons because his career was so vast. So there's so many, uh, there's so much range of, of performance there. There's a lot to learn, and there's a lot to learn at different times in my career as well. Now, not to get too far ahead and not to cause any drama or anything, but tell it to me straight. Does every young aspiring pro wrestler dream someday about going to WWE and WrestleMania someday? Or is it is it more complicated than that when you're trying to, you know, get this whole dream started? Uh, it just depends. I mean, I, I, I've never was specifically all about wanting to go to WrestleMania. I definitely think the first place you picture yourself being a wrestler is at the WWE, though. Right. But I, I guess the whole WrestleMania myth thing, I mean, I don't think that... I'm not particularly that wasn't that way, I don't think. But I get the sense from you that, you know, you're just taking it one step at a time and you're not in any rush to get to a specific destination. Or am yeah. I, is that how you feel about your career right now? Yeah, like I was always told, you know, it's not it's not your decision, you know, you gotta you gotta let the opportunities come your way. Now, are you? Would you say you're a big fan of the wrestling business? Do you like to watch a lot of wrestling when when you're not uh, performing or wrestling yourself? Oh yeah, definitely. Like what? What other wrestling do you? What other wrestling do you like to keep up with, or do you enjoy watching in your spare time? I only watch MLW. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey. That- <laughs> No, but yeah, okay. uh, you know, it, it, it just depends. It, it's not any one answer, you know. It, it's a lot of different things. Depends on what I'm into, you know. Okay. Uh, depends on what I'm looking for as far as uh, just inspiration. As I'm still obviously a developing athlete and a developing wrestler, I'm not, you know, I'm not above learning or, or seeing things that, oh, okay, I can do this, you know, in a certain way. But, um, you know, it's more so whatever I like that inspires me. You know, it's not a, any one specific promotion or anything, you know. Now, with MLW, I get the sense that Corp Bauer is running a pretty tight ship over there. It looks like the company is progressing. You guys are putting on shows and special events on a regular basis. MLW is touring now. And I would argue MLW probably has a better TV deal right now than probably Impact Wrestling. Wouldn't you agree? With being sports, uh, I guess it depends on what Impact Wrestling is is, is running on. Um, I'm not sure. What they're they're on, on right now. They're on Pursuit and Twitch right now, basically. Okay, so um, yeah, it depends. It just depends on on what they're running because. Okay. I would just say I would just say the numbers 
not everybody knows the numbers up front. You know, you can always look at YouTube views and stuff like that, but there's a lot of different, uh, I think impact has a lot of different streaming opportunities. And I think, but I think MLW, um, is definitely viewed more, uh, by a wider audience around the world, I'd say perhaps. Yeah. Due to be in sports and the, uh, and the UK deal we have as well. So I have more international brands, I think. And then, you know, because of MLW, and what do you think of Corp Bauer as just sort of how he's how he's helming the ship and, and running the company and your impressions of him? Um, I think he's great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I think I think the vision for I think the vision for the company yeah. is very strong with with what he wants to do and stuff. So that's really nice, and uh, you know, it's definitely it's definitely. Uh, a way of doing things that a lot of people are afraid of doing you know he's, he's not afraid to take risks and uh really put on true entertainment which is which is what's really cool about it now when you started your training tell me about that journey for you training in calgary and you trained under uh lance storm correct or did you have yeah. other trainers yeah, so Lance Storm was my uh, a little bit before I went to Lance Storm. I went to uh, right. Rip Rogers. Rip Rogers had a training school. So tell me, what was that journey like for you, and what did you learn from that experience with Rip Rogers first? Oh, it was it was my very first bump, so learned a lot. <laughs> I learned uh, learned that getting the wind knocked out of me and and getting tired and blown up, and you know, learned how to learn how to move around in a ring. You know, so. A lot of my first footsteps, a lot of very important footsteps were taken uh, with Rip Riders. And then working with Lance Storm, I mean, to me, he's a living legend. He's he's done it all. He's seen it all. And how was, how was Lance's coaching style for you? How was he as a trainer and a teacher uh, for your progression? Uh, Lance was very, very safe trainer, mm-hmm. very, uh, very fundamental trainer, was very strong about uh, the very basic fundamentals that make our business work, that make our business tick. So definitely a really uh, wholesome experience, definitely a very valuable, you know, you're not going to get your money's worth like that at any other school. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good decision on my part to go there, you know, and to, to, and to become well-rounded in, in this, in this athlete, in this sport. And, uh, and then that's kind of what ended up getting me signed to MLW was my TV. You know, I already had kind of an insight towards TV. So it was a good transition. What did Lance Storm give you that you will take, uh, with you for the rest of your career? Uh, uh, I would say, uh, a, a, a credibility, you know, going to that school, putting that on your resume is, is a credibility factor and it, it'll carry over for no matter who, you know, no matter who decides to get into, into this business, it's, it's that something um, that you decide to do, you know. Now, one of my favorite promos you did with Teddy Hart was the video with you two and the cats and you're like the alpha okay. cats. Tell me about that, that promo. Because I thought I thought it was just sort of clever and just subtly hilarious. Um, did you know it? How did that come together? Because it felt so in the moment, but 
I, I just felt like it was quietly brilliant. So do you, very curious about the whole Alpha Cat thing. Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about the cat promos? Yeah, the cat promos. Yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, know about Teddy's sort of fascination with cats, and he's actually a breeder for some time. So, uh, you know, a, a very uh, well-known breeder, an established breeder. Um, so, and it's, there's a parallel there with Teddy's also his personality and, uh, you know, the way, you know, the way he conducts himself as well as his athletic ability, you know? So, you know, it's almost like he studies cats because it helps him get better, you know, in a, in a certain way, which is really, which is really cool because, well, you can imagine what you can learn from cats, you know. Now, now, are you? Would you say you're an expert of cats as well? Now, are you? Are you learning to be like a? Oh no, no, <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm obviously uh, earning my, earning my keep here. You know, I'm, I'm paying my dues with with Teddy and things. So, uh, um, not 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 quite a expert yet, but learning. Right. I, I think I think my next uh, thing I'm going to learn from the cat is the moon salt. Mister Velvet has a perfect crystal clear moon salt. And uh, as you've seen on H2TV, and we will be coming back out with some some more episodes on H2TV. So and remember, <laughs> and remember, Alpha Cats recognize Alpha Cats, Brian. Yes. Meow, yeah. meow, meow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Meow, meow, meow. I'm sorry, but I I just I thought those promos were hilarious. So thank you oh, for no, those. It was, it's uh. You call it a promo. I call it everyday lifestyle. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So now, of course, you you are with MLW, but of course, there's a new promotion on the block right now called All Elite Wrestling AEW. They're going to be debuting on TNT now. Now, I'm just curious. Do you pay attention to what's going on with AEW, and are other workers in MLW paying attention to what's going on with AEW, which it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of buzz and and it feels like it has a lot of momentum right now. I'm I'm curious how you see it. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people are are paying attention to AEW and I think AEW has uh, benefited from MLW and I think MLW is also benefiting from AEW. So it's a two way street. It creates a system of, of high level athletes that have. Uh, plentiful uh, work and plentiful contracts about um, a lot of guys are, are, are working in both companies but it's not so much a, a battle between the two it, it's more so a, a development uh, of, of a system that that creates stars and creates memories and uh, there's two different you know uh, ideologies and, you know MLW coming from a more traditional uh methodology and AEW being more of a, of a progressive uh, methodology. So at the end of the day, uh, we got two companies, you know, creating great wrestling, MLW being more of a serious competitive style and uh, AEW being more for everybody, you know. Now, Brian, I potentially see one of the biggest beneficiaries of this whole atmosphere in the business right now being someone like you. And I think you're going to be highly in demand I mean, I, I'm sure you're in demand now, but I think it's just going to keep getting higher and higher over the next couple of years. Uh, do you see it that way? Uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've consistently had uh, increasing interest since I began wrestling, so uh, I've never quite 
expected how it would go for me. So at this point, I'm already uh, very blessed and, and happy for, for where I'm at. So anything else that comes this way, it's it's purely because of the people that have already helped me along, the companies like MLW, who have made me who I am. Uh, that's who I have to thank, you know. Now, you don't really, you don't have to share them because, you know, they could be personal, but do you set your own goals and sort of standards for yourself for where you want to be in the business? Uh, absolutely. I think we all have to set goals for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my, you know, one of the goals for the longest time was to just become a better wrestler, become, you know, a better athlete. And, uh, and then another one of those goals was to, uh, get signed, you know, to a TV company. So I've already, I've already done a few of the goals that I've set out for myself and it's all coming so fast. I'm, I'm at a point where I'm willing to uh, sit back and develop and, and, and truly advance these uh, amazing uh, stories that we're creating on television. And once again, I think you're, you're handling everything the right way. I feel like you're, you've been taught the right way and you have strong mentorship. And I feel like, you're, I feel like you're on, I definitely feel like you're on the right track and you're doing you're doing great things and I think you're going to continue uh, to do great things as well now if I could get a little bit of input from you I don't know if you watch uh, the WWE product at all but I'm curious if you've heard at all about the changes the sort of shakeup that's happened over there with Paul Heyman and Eric uh, Bischoff being named the new executive directors of raw or Smackdown. Uh, do you think this is a, a good idea for WWE right now? And, and what do you make of a of a move like that? Uh, I think those guys have uh, have been smart and have remained uh, remained relevant in wrestling for for this much time. So I think it's only it's not it's not WWE making a mistake or, or doing something weird. It's these guys working their ass off. Uh, to be captivating characters that can be used in storylines and things. So uh, I see it as just, you know, being them being innovative and earning another spot and another run, another chance to do what they do. Now, do you ever have any aspirations to uh, wrestle in Japan or, or Mexico? Or maybe maybe you've already done a little bit of that already, but I'm curious about that. Uh, one of those two places, uh, you know, they feel, they feel closer by the day. Um, I'm always uh, open to the opportunity. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Been a lot of talks in the works of either of those countries, and right now it's just a matter of timing. I'm, I'm very booked up in the states and things, so we'll see how things go from there. Uh, have you ever gotten the chance to meet uh, Jushin Liger? And talk uh, to him? I did. I just recently met him in Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, you know, he was one of your dad's all-time great rivals. What was that experience like for you? Uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was it was great to meet him. I, I gave him a picture of my father and him wrestling together. I mean, I still to this day that that match. Um, I think the Super Brawl two one from nineteen ninety two is one of my. I, I think it's one of the greatest matches of all, all time. One of my favorite matches ever. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy to hear you had an experience uh, like that with him. Thanks, uh, my friend. So, do do you think? So do you think the, the the war with destiny? Do you think it's coming to a head, or do you think it's going to to rage on for a little bit? With dynasty. Yeah, with dynasty. Well, what do you think? Uh, I think I think 
they 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 got some blood on they uh they cut you. It's time for you guys to cut back and cut a little deeper. That's what I think. Yeah, I think uh, you know, I, I think you got six of the biggest stars in the business right now. I think you got a lot of steam, a lot of uh investment, a lot of money behind us. And uh I think this is something that you milk. I think this is something that's we're gonna keep fighting back and forth until until they say we can't anymore, you know. I think I think the people are invested in this, and I think this is going to go on, and it's going to be back and forth. It's going to get ugly. It, it, it's going to get bloody at some point. Was this the type? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, that's it. Was this the type of rivalry you were hoping to have uh, when you became a wrestler? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've actually, uh, believe it or not, I've always thought of uh, MJF as an opponent that I wanted to. Uh, align myself with and, and, and have matches against. Okay, and just uh, just a couple more questions. So, the fans who are going to be at the Melrose Ballroom on uh, July 25th for uh, MLW, the Never Say Never Fusion TV tapings, what can fans uh, in New York City expect on that night? Like I said, you know, there will be blood. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Very short and sweet. And uh, just last thing, do you have any shout-outs or plugs you want to give out, you know, where people can find you on your social platforms, uh, anyone you want to thank or give a shout-out to? Uh, it's all yours, uh, Brian. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for, for following me on Twitter at FlyingBrianJr. And on Instagram at FlyingBrian41. Uh, shout-out to uh, this website for hosting me for this podcast. It's been great to... Uh, connect with everybody and, and talk about what I believe to be the most hottest traditional form of wrestling in the world right now, which is major league wrestling. And I thank you guys for being along for the ride. Great. And so you can go to uh, the Mel Melrose ballroom, check out MLW. Uh, it is on being sports every week. You can also check them out on YouTube. Uh, Brian Pillman. It has been a great honor and pleasure uh, to be talking to you. Uh, best of luck. Uh, with your career and uh, in the upcoming shows you're you're booked for, and I, man, I just can't wait to see what you do next. I think, I think you are, a, I mean, you're, by all rights, you're already a star, and I think your star is only going to get bigger from here. Sorry. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me on today. Thank you, and this is Jeffrey Harris, and you've been listening to me talking to Brian Pillman Jr. on the Four One One Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>